Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend. My name is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. For the past three weeks, I've been sharing with you parts of my interaction with Peter, the apostle of the first century church. The role of Peter is played by Travis Blake, a lay leader at Highland Baptist Church in Texas. Well, today I share with you the last part of my interaction with Peter, where I ask him to draw from his story to share some words of wisdom with people on earth today. Please listen to this one. Now, let me uh, look at some concluding words uh, from you. And um, the first one has to do with the situation that we find ourselves in right now. We are in 2022 uh, in our world. And I know you looking down, you see what is going on. Wars and rumors of wars and you know, in the pandemic and all these things happening. Um, can you draw some thoughts uh, from any of your letters to encourage or admonish those of us, especially Christians or believers in this time, and this challenging or turbulent time? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we experienced in the early church a lot of persecution. And uh, I I didn't experience as much as Paul. I didn't have quite as uh, difficult a time as Paul, but I I did endure that in Jerusalem and the church there. And then ultimately, um, depending on on what account you read of my life, you know, in Rome. And so, um, you know, we were facing incredible persecution and and uh, oppression uh, from the empire and it would be hundreds of years before that would change and in fact you know towards the end of my life or just after the end of my life the persecutions really ratcheted up under nero and so there was a a faithfulness still to gather and proclaim the word even in the midst of the suffering and the death which had, for the entire church at that time because it was limited to the roman world was entirely illegal. There was no safe place for Christianity, really, right? Not Jerusalem, not Rome, uh, you know, not Ephesus. You could see these different places where there were persecutions or oppressions. And uh, and yet we still rejoice. We still gathered as, as faithful Christians, trusting in the spirit, rejoicing in, in the bond we had as, as uh, believers. So I think while there are so many things today that can concern us and can... Um, can give us reasons to fear and doubt. Um, the church has endured. The church has stood, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the church was not snuffed out in, in its early years, right? It did not fall by the wayside. It it grew and grew and grew and endured and, and changed shape and has had so many characters, uh, characteristics, right? So many different um, qualities and, and failures and triumphs. And, uh, you know, obviously from many Christians or Catholics across the globe, you know, I represent the first in a lineage of church leaders. And obviously that's not what um, the Protestants would believe, but they believe in a tradition in the Catholic church and a tradition stretching back to me as the first head of Christ's church. They take that literally. Um, and what that does go to show, whether however you feel about that, is that, uh, that the church has a long line of succession. We do draw lines back. Hmm. Uh, and so the the church will stand at our graves and the graves of every empire and nation and pestilence and war. It, the church will outlast all those things. And it already has. 
Mm. And it will grow and change shape and different languages and different people groups and different generations. But technology has not replaced it. War has not destroyed it. The church is there and it's because it's built on Christ. It's his bride. And that's why it endures uh, when so many other institutions or countries or religions or cultures, they all fade over time. Yet the church is still there. Hmm. The church is still there. So Christians, we should take consolation uh, from the fact that the church of God will still stand. Yeah. And um, because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of his will not prevail. So the one who is building is God himself. Mm-hmm. And so uh, humanity or human circumstances or uh, situations in life cannot undo what God is already doing. Absolutely. Uh, that is that is that is really encouraging to note and uh we also kind of uh i can't i can't leave without uh, asking you this question about the second coming because i when i read your letters uh, you seem to have a lot to say about the judgment the final judgment and uh, the fact that all that we see is, is totally ephemeral in comparison to the glory that will be revealed in in the last day but what would you say to people right now who are listening and they are still scoffers? They are still they are still doubting uh, the final judgment. They still doubt that the world as we know it uh, right now would not last forever, and there will be a renewal. There will be Jesus. Jesus will come um, uh, physically appear uh, on earth one day, and there will be judgment. What would you say to people who think that is just a figment of our imagination? Uh, it's just a sham. Maybe just this is just a uh, more like a fiction or Hollywood kind of thing. It's not real. Uh, what would you say to that? I say the day of the Lord will come like a thief, right? It will. Uh, it will come quickly, and uh, you ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. You know whether or not we believe it's there to happen. It's what we're promised in Scripture, and. Uh, what cause do we have to doubt what what God has made clear in his word? And rather than concern, even for the Christian who, who doubts that, I would say the command is the same. You ought to live holy and godly lives. That's what Second Peter 3 says. And so there is no avoiding these truths. There is no, of you know, sidestepping what Christ has made clear in his word is to come. And so rather than than argue about it or fight it i prefer that we just take to heart his commandments to live holy and godly lives hmm. let's take the commandment to live holy and godly lives well uh thank you very much for your time and before you leave uh any final words um to my audience i think that uh if you draw any lessons from my life laid out in scripture it's that he god does not call those most naturally equipped or most naturally attuned but his gospel is for all it's made available to all and if you just declare as i did and i was the first to do that christ is the lord you you declare that sincerely and you you begin that relationship with christ you accept him no matter the ups and downs from that point on right no matter the failures or the weaknesses or the the many many times that you like guy stumbled christ's goodness remains his grace remains available that's that's the beauty of the gospel that cycle of sin and redemption 
and and he is the all sufficient sacrifice. He is the sacrifice that covers all those sins. And so that's something that you can be grateful and rest in. And I I think that's that those the story of failure redeemed is the story of my life. It's also the story of of the gospel. And so that's a wonderful and encouraging thing. I trust that you found my interaction with Peter the Apostle inspiring and transformative. My hope is that you continue to reflect on the lessons you have learned and think of ways that you can apply them to your life. Until we meet again, may God equip you with all that you need to trust and obey Him. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.